What's up, Max? Nothing much. Awesome, cool. So there's a slight delay that I think I can work with it. Okay. Is it still being recorded through? Anchor, yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let it go to like 25 seconds here so that I can. Okay. Perfect. Good midnightly, everybody. How are we all doing tonight? Um, this is the second episode of Midnightly coming out again from Oswego, New York. I'm joined again by uh, my good buddy Maxwell. Hello. Oh, so how's everybody's name? Uh, Max, that would be you. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought that I'm doing all right right now. Uh, it's been fed. Uh, Everything's all all going well. It's all good, man. Sweet. So, uh, I don't know, Max. We've got quite the list of things. Where do you want to start on this one? Uh, let's start off with the, uh, 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 Hong Kong stuff, if you want to start there. Sure. Um, so, as uh, most of you may know, that... Uh, a Blizzard player by the name of Blitzchunk was mm-hmm. recently uh, totally basically from all Blizzard events. They did revoke his ban, but they did take quite a sum of money from stuff he won, uh, which was pretty scummy by Blizzard. All because Blizzard has a big stock with Tencent games. Um, it's that's also yeah. It's also, I believe they gave some of the money back. They gave like a portion of it back to him, but it's not much. Like 3,000 out of 8,000 he won, yeah. Yeah. It's coming either way, but yeah, they're, they have close ties with Tencent and they uh, want to keep their uh, favor high in China because it's a huge market space for them. So. Agreed. Business is business, but it's unethical what they're doing. Absolutely agreed. It's actually kind of crazy uh, how capitalism works in America in and of itself. Um, I'm, it's peak capitalism. It's, it's peak capitalism. I'm a proud American. Okay. Uh huh. But like sometimes, man, American business people and Americans in general do some pretty shady shit. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. The, um, the main thing about all this is they uh, have the total freedom to do these things with their business, but we as the consumer and we as the player have the responsibility to say, no, you shouldn't do that or else we won't buy your games and we'll make one of your Overwatch characters a symbol of the Hong Kong Revolution, which was successful. I mean, didn't they make Tracer gay? Who? Blizzard. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Tracer's gay now. No, she's always been gay. She's always been a lesbian. Was she? Yeah, yeah that was that was a big part of the lore, and uh, I believe a large part of the draw of why people enjoy her. I don't know. Tracer dummy thick though. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. That's Tracer dummy thick. 
as are most of the characters in that game. I mean, they really are. But <laughs> the, the one they used as a as a symbol for the revolution was May, and they had her wearing. Um, I think it was they just had a sick mask on her, and the sick mask said "Free Hong Kong" or some moniker like that. And they were originally going to have statues of the heroes at BlizzCon, but uh, they've stopped that now because fans have done what they've done. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, the gaming industry as a whole is just like they're clamoring for money at this point. Like, there, there's no good quality coming out of any corner of the gaming industry, which kind of sucks. I, I mean, mean the, we as the gamers and the consumers are kind of the ones getting bogged down by it. There are some rare, um, some rare gems. I mean, it mostly indie titles. Like, eh, I mean, we have right now. Outer Worlds just came out, which I've been playing. Great game. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. And we also have the Monster Hunter World Iceborne expansion, and that's getting pretty good reviews. True story. I actually going back to the Hong Kong thing. Have you ever heard of the game Devotion? Was that the uh, Chinese MMO that they were going to try and bring over to America? It wasn't an MMO. It was a horror game that had an asset that made fun of the leader of Hong Kong because it depicted him as Winnie the Pooh. Oh, that was where that meme came from. That's good. So I had to look it up, and I, I was actually watching it on a, uh, a video right before this by uh, that creepy reading. Shout out to that creepy reading, by the way. I'm a big, big up guy. to him. Dude, I love that creepy reading. His his content's amazing. Um, yeah, so he did a video a few days ago that I just got around to watching, like the 19 uh, unplayable games at this point. Mm-hmm. And that was one of them. And it was because it's, it was a Chinese company that had an asset that depicted the leader as Winnie the Pooh. And they got all bent out of shape about it. Hmm. Yeah, right? That's interesting because Hong Kong 98 didn't have any kind of experience similar. And that one you literally killed the previous um, leader of China. (laughs) I think it was China? China. 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 But yeah, that's what happened to Hong Kong 98. That's what happened to it. But anywho. We are literally at war with China. Economically speaking. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I, I don't want this to get political. No. At all. But, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. The uh, I saw this meme. A bit of my, ahead of myself, but there's this meme that I saw. So it's a fake article from The Onion, who is an infamous... Uh, comedy um, I fucking love the a comedy news source and the article was Kanye West pays rat $10,000 to chew holes in his clothing and then someone responds to that article like they quote it and then they say peak capitalism is not knowing if this article is true or not and I believed it because we're in peak capitalism <laughs> right right that's that's one of my favorite memes I've seen. It it, it 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 was a while ago, but I I remember it. 
like it was yesterday because it's so good. I don't think I've seen that meme, unfortunately. I'll send it to you after this. It's pretty good. Sounds. Um. So. Sounds good. Does it work? Sounds good. Does it work? Um, so as we both know, I'm a big. I've been playing a lot of Modern Warfare lately. Uh-huh. And uh, one of the things that um, I really started to fall in love with, which I didn't, I didn't think the concept would work at first, but so the whole cross-platform thing that's coming out with Modern Warfare. Uh-huh. Okay, so my brother has Modern Warfare yeah, on a PS4. Me and him can mm-hmm. play together in the same match, same games, everything together on two separate consoles. I just want to give a big shout out to the game industry as a whole for like growing up and you know stopping the whole Jack and Jill feud and fucking really putting their heads together to make something absolutely amazing. Like Destiny kind of started with the cross but like an Xbox gamer still played with an Xbox gamer, but now it's like totally like diverse. Well, it will start to be. The thing is that. While, yes, Activision did this, probably to increase... I'm going to be a bit of a stickler for the market here, so judge me all you will, but uh, Activision has done it probably to get more of a large amount of people purchasing it, even though they have different consoles so they can play together. It's a matter of time before other multiplayer uh, experiences get to the same level where it uh, is shown like which console they're on and like you can turn on and off the cross-platform feature and everything like um, PUBG has that for Xbox oh, does it? and I'm yeah it does it's I don't know how long it's had it but I was watching a stream um, and uh, yeah it, it has cross-platform because it has like the symbol of the Xbox logo and assumedly it would also have PS4 logo or a keyboard and mouse to show PC. Hmm. Yeah, it's all. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Interesting. Well, shit. Yeah. Fuck, man. I did not know that PUBG had a crossbow. I don't blame you. It's not big news. The only reason I know is because I watched a restream of Dark's Fadil play it. And he hated it exclusively because there are other people who are better at the game than him playing on other consoles who beat him. <laughs> that's Phil, right? No, that's Phil. Yeah. Phil's an interesting Fuck. fellow. Phil's our meme. Yeah, I'd agree. I uh, I talk about him constantly, but it's. I mean. It's because he's a neuroatypical yeah. person. He's so Shout out to- Yeah. I love him. He's I fucking don't. great, dude. I hate him. He's the worst. I, I, mean, I don't love him unironically. Oh, okay. like, I, I, yeah. I, I love him ironically. <laughs> but so yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of looking at the notes right now. Um, so after uh, Monday night. Uh huh. We said that we would, uh, 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 or I said that I would try to play Call of Duty Mobile, so I did, and um, 
I wanted to tell y'all about that experience. So while we were, while Tim and I were talking, after something happened, I was uh, just looking at the, um, I was looking at the store and I was booting up the game and it said 10 cents on it, which concerned me. And I told Tim that and he was like, oof. And by the way, Tim, I think your mic is dead now. But uh, it, I played it and I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. But I haven't been I, talking. Oh, you haven't been talking. Okay, my bad. But while I was playing it, I was, I, I don't like the touch controls. That's a huge downer for me. I hate that kind of thing. But you know, it is what it is. Right. I mean, hey, man. Like, it's kind of to be expected with a mobile game, right? Yeah, but it's. Yeah, that is a minor complaint, I guess you could say. But uh, I thought that the um, graphics were surprisingly good for a phone game, and it ran surprisingly well. Okay, so yeah, like, I actually wanted to talk about that. How well it runs? For how it looks. Okay, yeah. Like, for how that game looks, okay... Like, you would think that would fucking bog down your phone, considering, like, a typical phone has, what, 8 gigabytes of RAM? Uh-huh. If your phone's brand new. Yeah. So, like, for that game to look almost like last-generation consoles... And it's fucking, impressive. It's very impressive. It's very impressive. Like, I, I, have, think, a, I have a relatively old phone, but uh, it ran pretty well. So I was... Uh, humbly surprised or um what's what's the phrase i don't remember but whatever you continue (laughs) oh no that was pretty much all i had to say on that but yeah it was uh interesting experience for the first time and i've thought about playing it a bit more but uh the other thing i wanted to talk about was how totally oblivious some of the other players seemed like they just were looking around yeah like the aim they had I'm not even good. I don't even play phone games often, but I was getting some a large amount of kills simply because I guess I was more adept with the weird control system. I don't know. I mean, you do play Monster Hunter. I hate Monster Hunter's controls. Dude. The whole fucking game's kind of iffy to me. It doesn't have like touch stuff though. I, I know, I know that, but like on a controller, like comparatively. I guess. The controls of it are a bit weird, but it could be worse. It could be a lot worse. I simply, like, lot worse. I simply like Monster Hunter World because of its vari- variety and... Variety. Can, yeah, it's variety and the things you can hunt and just the way you can hunt things. And I just find it's a, a fun, I guess, kind of chill game, but the new expansion has made things a whole lot harder so it's difficult to chill now but still so, fun into, uh, oh no I just made a ton of noise um, right, right. so into uh, something that is near and dear to both of our hearts when it comes to gaming okay uh, uh, yeah the, the souls likes coming out oh yeah yeah so uh, th- this was actually uh, your recommendation for discussion yeah but, uh, so I th- I thought it was interesting and notable to look at all the different um, uh, 
Souls likes that have come out recently. So um, those would be Revenant. Um, be, is Surge uh, 2 out? Huh? Is, is Surge the 2 Surge out? I don't believe it is. It might be. But um, I'll do what any pro gamer does, and I'm gonna look, look at the store. Phone. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. I know I that. Not? I know that. Um, oh, dude, they added Ghostface to Dead by Daylight. Okay, I, I like. Hold up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what what what's the deal with that? I don't know. I don't know what he does. I I, I love Dead by Daylight. I need to play Dead by Daylight. Yeah, I've seen people play it, and it seems like an interesting game. I feel like it's I'd like it. Fucking, it's fucking awesome. But they added Ghostface. I don't know who that is. What does he have his own horror movie? Scream, Am I getting dude? canceled? Oh, Scream. They added Scream. Bro, guy? What the what? fuck? Take your fucking Ghostface, dude. What do you mean they added Scream guy? I don't. I didn't know his name was Ghostface. <laughs> yeah, Ghostface. That's it. That's cool. It's good that they had him. Oh my god, that, that actually makes me super happy. I fucking love Ghostface. He's one of my favorites. He's, I, he's... I don't know if you like scary movies, Max. I, I'm not a huge fan of the current horror genre climate, but that's a discussion for another day. I, I'm not I... going to disagree with you. Modern horror movies are not good. Period. Okay, yeah, so, so we agree. Okay. Well, with exceptions. You have some stuff like Get Out that was good, and a couple other horror films, but it's it's a rare uh-huh. thing to have a good horror film in this day and age because it's all jump scares and them trying to get cheap scares out of you, and it's and the writing isn't all that good anymore either. It seems that's kind of the worst part. It's like they write it to jump and not write it to make a good film. Because the thing is, if they the thing that makes horror horror is not that it like makes you physically jump, it's that it makes you feel uneasy. That's the point of horror. This is kind of sidetracking from the initial conversation, but I mean, we're already totally fucked up on it anyway, doesn't matter. Yep. But, uh, <laughs> but so uh, Maddie and I were watching fucking Eli the other night on Netflix. Have you, have you checked that out yet? No, I haven't. What's that about? Alright, so this kid gets told for like a long ass, the spoilers by the way, but this kid gets told for a long ass time that he's like allergic to the world or whatever. So they take him to this like, this like doctor who's supposed to like give him neuro injections and stuff and help him. Mm-hmm. And like the whole time, like you're kind of on the side of the doctors and you kind of think this kid might be crazy. Mm-hmm. Because generally, like he goes outside and he's allergic to the world and he's kind of like rejecting the doctor. All of a sudden, like literally out of nowhere, it becomes this like big anti-Satan Christian dominant movie where like the doctors were actually like killing the past patients because they were childs of Satan. And when I say this comes out of nowhere, it literally develops in like the last 10 minutes. And it's like an hour and a half long film. Does that- so the last 10 minutes they throw in this like this kid's Satan's child subplot and it's it's fucking weird, man. What does it take away the credence or the credit that you'd give it because it develops a side plot so close to the end of the movie? Like, here's the thing: everything is so yes, it, it does to 
the short answer, but the long, the Tim Sharkey answer of it is, uh-huh. is that, okay, the fucking film builds and builds and builds and this kid gets thrown into the script whether she finds a bunch of dead bodies in a statue of Jesus. And it's like, bro, it's a fucking cult, right? Like they're fucking killing kids. And I was so happy. I'm like, this is fucking cool. Like, this is not shit you touch on in films. Yeah. But then, but then fucking, never mind. This kid's the child of Satan. And these guys are doing the Lord's work. What the fuck do you mean? Oh, you, wait. So they're mean? actually correct. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Screw that movie. <laughs> right? That's it's stupid. Why would you do that? Yeah, then, I was so hyped for it. Because then you're like destroying any respect that the audience would have for the film just by saying, oh, this is happening, but no, 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 that's not true. They're actually right. It's kind of like the Outlast 2 stuff. How it's like the people are uh, like, oh, you're the, you're the uh, spot, you're the creator of anti, of the Antichrist. And it's all spooky because there's a ton of like religious and like death cults going on but then you realize at the end spoilers that they're right and they should have killed you <laughs> that you do have the, exactly. the spawn of satan or the antichrist exactly like what yeah. the fuck man? that is stupid i don't like that but to get back to the to get back to the uh, souls-like stuff we have Remnant from the Ashes, which was created by the same people who made, um, who made this? It was some big uh, dev studio. I'll, I'll look at the Xbox store. Just give me a second here. No problem. Perfect World Entertainment. I can't think of exactly what they have also created, but doesn't matter the at this point. International MMO. Oh yeah, probably. So, yeah, that was. So the remnant from the ashes, it was, it kind of came out of nowhere, but it seemed sort of interesting, except for the, the main draw of it is that each little area. So you know how like in Dark Souls you'd have like each area kind of forming and melding together? Right. In this one, it's like that, but except things are oddly random. So, like, the order of areas matching together is random. The bosses who appear in those areas are random, which is cool in theory. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't like how that sounds in in practice. Yes, the issue is that you have all of these different themes that could possibly break each other, but it, um, from the beginning, it appears to be an interesting experience, and you have guns, and there's different sort of classes. It's a strange customization system. It doesn't seem as totally open as Souls. like Dancer of the Boreal Valley in Bloodborne. Yes. The, the themes don't meld. No. No. So that's what I've heard from Remnant from the Ashes. The Surge 2, I haven't heard much about. Um, Alright, hands down, I'm excited. I'm not gonna lie. That's actually got me pretty hyped. I love the first Surge. Like, I fucking 100%ed that shit. So, so no, it appears you can buy it now. It, it is available. Because there are reviews on the Xbox Store 
so um, yeah, I don't know anything about it, but that one is I know is created by Deck Thirteen, who also created um, Lords of the Fallen, which is infamously the most blatant ripoff of Souls. Surge, the original was, um, in my opinion, the from the reviews I saw, it didn't look that good and it didn't look that fleshed out and the areas weren't very identifiable from each other so it was way too easy to get lost the um, show don't tell was a bit muddled in there so um, I don't know if they've fixed that with the surge 2 and the bosses weren't all that good for surge 1 from my knowledge but uh, I give Deck 13 a chance to redeem themselves so I hope Surge 2 is good and I hope it uh, satisfies people so yeah that's what I have to say about that one and then Code Vein which is basically just anime souls there was a beta uh, a while back I've heard very good things from um, channels that I watch which aren't very related to souls but they um, understand the souls idea and uh the way I know about the beta is because, once again, Phil played it, didn't really like it, so he didn't want to play any of these Souls likes because his latest excuse is that it's a bit of a dead genre at this point, which is patently untrue because if it was dead, then why are there so many new games which fit that formula? And why is From Software still one of the most beloved companies in gaming? But I digress. I have a hard time getting behind the Dark Souls games now. Like, well, not the Dark Souls games, but like the the genre itself. Um, I, I, I was gonna ask if you had played the new God of War. Oh, I love that game. It's so good. Right, you know what my issue with that game is though. Okay, what? I love the story. I love the characters. I love the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I love the setting. Norse mythology is a perfect setting after destroying the Greek pantheon. I agree. What I don't like is the combat. Really? Alright, so I grew up a devout hack and slash guy. Like, I fucking... Dude, like, the original Devil May Cry games, the original God of War games, fucking the whole nine yards, man. Did you try like, D- DMC5? Yeah, I, I have DMC5. I love DMC5. Okay. Did it change from the original formula? No, DMC DMC five is fine. Okay. Like, right. Sorry. I'm just saying like like I, I was just using that as an example for the genres, right? Okay, sorry. No, you're good. But the new God of War is so weighty and so heavy. And in a lot of ways it's really cool, but at the same time, you know they were just trying to make a faster Dark Souls game. It, it, like a faster Dark Souls game set in God of War. Like that's how it is. That's that's I'm, the combat style. I'm gonna disagree with you, and I'm gonna have a little um, point here. I disagree with that greatly. Okay. Exclusively because the idea of a Dark Souls game isn't that you have these certain elements of like you block attacks you roll you do this kind of thing it's more about the idea that the enemies even just basic enemies that you'd find at the beginning of the game 
they could still kill you, which is kind of true with God of War. But the thing is, in my opinion, describing God of War, huh? I said I was gonna say you're still describing God of War. (laughs) I guess so, but at the same time, I don't think there's any world in which I'd say that God of War, the most recent one, has any similarity to Dark Souls in combat at all. Because the Dark Souls combat is so much more complex, and it has so much more variety and weapons and and everything. So I feel like just because the... Okay. If you streamlined... Alright, perfect example is Bloodborne, actually. Bloodborne is a beautiful game. I fucking love Bloodborne. One of my favorite soul. Well, it, it, it's it's a soul born. It's a soul born. Yeah. So it's one of my favorite games of all time. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is, it's a hell of a lot more streamlined than like Dark Souls. Sure. Without without question. Well, yeah. That's how it was designed. That was literally from software. Goal was to be more accessible. Well, Souls without no, it being the idea Souls. was that it would be a, a spiritual successor to Dark Souls because Miyazaki didn't work on two, but I digress. The, the point of it is, it's a lot more streamlined than, like, Souls, like, for example, Souls 3 being the easiest of the three. Yeah. But also the more mechanically excessive. I feel as if the look back of um, three, I feel like it's still difficult but the thing is, it's made easier with the advent of better controls and more satisfying stuff like that. I feel like they've perfected it with um, uh, Shadows Die Twice, Sekiro. That's the perfect quintessential difficult game. I don't. I feel like you wouldn't like it because you're not a big fan of samurai stuff. Yeah, as a whole, Samurai's and Knights. Like I tried to get like Kingdom Come Deliverance. And I was actually like. Here's the thing, man. I was super excited for like, Kingdom Come when that game's coming out. Oh, yeah. Then I played it. And then I wasn't. Yeah. I mean, it's something, it's something about the setting, dude. I, I can't do it. With uh, Samurai or Knights? Yeah. it's. It, I don't know, man. I'll be. I'll give you a little tidbit for Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. It's less so Samurai and stuff and more so Religious Japan feudal japan and it has that makes it worse oh it does okay i find it i find it a fantastic game Uh, i'm sure i'm sure if you like like the setting it is a phenomenal game yeah like i don't and i feel like that would kill it for me i i respect that i respect your your opinion on that i disagree that with your dislike of knights and stuff but you're entitled to that opinion, and I don't blame you Me for too. it. Me too! I want to like that stuff, but I've yet to find a game where I like, I'm like, oh yeah, fucking swords are awesome. But wait a minute. Why? Like, I don't know why I, like, dislike the setting. Like, I, I love, like, fucking Japanese, like, the, the old school, like, the Japanese westerns, if you will, like the fucking samurai movies and all that shit. Oh, yeah. I love that stuff. I love, like, fucking... I mean, there's really not a lot of medieval movies I can think of off the top of my head besides anything related to Monty Python. But... Yeah, I was about to say Monty Python, but those aren't really serious films. <laughs> yeah. 
a flesh wound, your arms off. It's a flesh. I love him, the Black Knight. He's my favorite. Come at me. Oh, he's so no, good. But, but no, I love those films, and I, I really, I really want to like the setting of video games. And it's just, it's difficult, man. I just, I have a really hard time, and I, I don't know why. It's like Animus is fucking out or coming out or whatever, uh-huh. and that's one of the same things. Like, I was hyped for that game for a while, like, when I first started learning about it, and then it kind of sucked from what I saw in reviews and shit. But then I saw the setting, and it's Japanese medieval knights, and, like, that's literally... That's what? a nail in that coffin. It's, it's Japanese medieval knights, yeah. That doesn't make sense. It's... it's you just... You'd have to look it up, brother. I disavow. I disagree. It, it's Japanese. It's Japanese, European medieval knights. I disavow, Tim. I disavow, Tim. Did Make you it stop. It? No, I disavow. <laughs> like, it doesn't. It doesn't even sound good, right? No, it sounds terrible. I hate it. Exactly. It, it, it tries to be a Souls game. It tries to be seven things. It's. I don't know, man. I. Those like, are two I was like opposed like cultures, though. Those are two totally different cultures. Okay. okay, actually, speaking of this, this was the game I was thinking of, and thank you for saying the post cultures. Okay, fucking For Honor. I okay. I don't blame you for hating it. I hate it, too. I hate it. Like, I wanted to love For Honor when that game was first coming out. I wanted to be into it. I wanted to love it. It just... It just did not work. It, it, I, I agree. The issue is that they tried to make it not they're trying to suspend your disbelief so much that you are okay just accepting that all of these things are together now which what is it knights vikings and shaolin monks at this point knights vikings shaolin monks and samurai but the issue is knights can be classified as any kind of european knight or a roman centurion vikings can be related to any norse person or someone from uh the irish um from the irish isles um like a highlander uh, samurai is pretty eh. there's some chinese like inspiration in their weapons but that's kind of japan as well because china kind of tried to invade japan multiple times but that's getting into a history lesson and the Shaolin monks are relatively inaccurate, but uh, I'd leave that to more knowledgeable experts of the subject. Something's I, going on. I don't know. Hmm? D- never mind. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I just heard a ton of tapping on your mic. Oh no! I was I was type I was typing something out. Okay, um, so I wanted speak. Uh, you said history lesson. It totally reminded me of a segment I uh, wanted to do. Okay, yeah. Um, so I want to go to uh, the year I was born. Okay. Uh. So. While you do that, would you like me to talk about Outer Worlds, or do you want me to do that later? I already got it up. Okay. So right. I, I looked it up this morning, 
and I, I bookmarked it. But so in 1999 today, the third. What was that? The third something. Hello, the third what now? The the third uh, the third mix of Dance Dance Revolution. Oh. Huh. Yeah, it, it was really today. Fun. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, I mean, it's neat. It was dumb. It came up as a thing I looked up this morning, and I had to find the bookmark. But a happy twentieth birthday to Dance Dance Revolution third mix only in Japan. I mean, Dance Dance Revolution is huge in Japan, in Asia as a whole, really. I'm just. I, Good for it. I'm just saying, happy birthday to him, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they earned it, I guess. Big up. It's been going on forever. It, it's so popular. Actually, we have a bowling alley that has an arcade in it, and their Dance Dance Revolution machine is the only machine that gets updated regularly. Really? As the new company. Yeah. We have a few arcades here, and they have Dance Dance Revolution. DDR is, I feel like it's a very large cultural phenomenon for certain groups. There's a, there's a, there's a comedian. I can't, he's a big fluffy dude. I can't remember his name, but he, he has a joke all about Dance Dance Revolution, how he watched his nephew play or something. Uh-huh. It was fucking goofy. I'm going to have to send you it, but I guess the guy, the kid who played before this dude's nephew was super gay. <laughs> And like dance gay. Wait, hold on. Is this Dylan Cook? No, no, it's the fluffy Mexican guy. Something Iglesias. Oh, Ricky Iglesias. Iggy Iglesias. Iggy, Iggy Iglesias. I don't like him. Gabriel Iglesias. Gabriel Iglesias. Okay. Thank you, Madison. Big ups, Madison. Big ups, mate. She's over there smiling now. She's all happy. All right, let's do it. <laughs> but, oh, so another thing I want to get into uh, real quick. Um, Halloween's coming up in two days, man. Oh, yeah. You doing anything for Halloween? No, not really. Uh, no? I, during class, we're going to watch something spooky that's about some historical scary feature uh, person, so from the past yeah spoopy story um and we're assumedly we, I, I got a sheet that I gotta do that'll have to do on Thursday it's it asks like oh what's some something that scared you as a kid and um would it scare you now what's something that scares you now if anything and it's just some fluff questions but yeah nice uh, also on the topic of current events with Halloween and such um I want to give a shout out to Mr. Beast, dude. Big up, Mr. Beast. He's doing the whole charity with with the trees. His goal is to plant twenty thousand or twenty. What? How many? Twenty million. Yeah, 20, 20 million trees is his goal. And it's a dollar per tree. And there are other creators getting yes. involved, including PewDiePie. And um, uh, let me try and think of others. There's some. I think Leon Lush got into it. Um, there's some other YouTubers who I can't think of as of now, but 
people are shouting. About you, yeah, there's a whole bunch. Dude, he, he fucking deserves it, man. Save the fucking trees, dude. I work in a lumber yard. Like, that's my actual fucking job. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I see cut down trees every day. So, like, I mean, that's more work for me. So, fuck yeah, bro. Keep keep planting them, dude. Fuck I mean, yeah. we need them. We need trees. Like, I, I saw a meme the other day, and it was this girl, and it was just like, I wish trees produced Wi-Fi and something useful. Wait, are you... So, fuck oxygen, right? Wait, is this like a boomer meme? Was it a cartoon? I don't, I don't know. Was it a, like a car- no. poorly drawn cartoon? No. Okay. No, it was, it was like a Twitter meme. Oh, okay, so probably some level of boomer. But, anyway... Yeah. You want me to talk yeah, about? Yeah, it was fucking. You want me to talk about Outer Worlds now? I, dude, you seem really hyped to talk about it. So yeah, let me, let me hear what you got. I'm curious. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I've I've been playing it for. Oh shoot! I invited you to co-stream. I did not mean to do that. <laughs> uh, I'm not answering your co-stream invite. I don't blame you. So um. It, it's very interesting. I I enjoy the themes and everything. And uh, hold on. Yep. But uh, I I really enjoy the uh, just the gameplay and everything. It it is pretty funny, and the the background for the game is very similar to Fallout, which. I can respect, because they're, you know, Obsidian is like, come on, we just want our old creation back. That's That was ours, man. You, told, you stole it from us. But, um, the game is very, like, the background is that there was some kind of disaster on Earth, so everyone had to, these corporations started the Halcyon Corporation, and Halcyon is this large conglomerate of other corporations, like the, um, Space, space something, and anti, anti something. I've forgotten the corporation names because I don't know. But it, the it's very, it's peak capitalism. Let's just say that. In the first town, there's this whole issue where. Um, there's a plague going on, but the plague is actually just the regular flu. But these people are not at all scientifically inclined. Their town is just a cannery for Saltuna. But the issue is they're on another planet and Saltuna don't exist there. So they just use mushrooms to uh, simulate the taste. No, like just um, organic good food mushrooms. But they're probably... It's heavily implied that they're making the people sick and giving them the flu because it's so poorly, um, it, it's probably expired or some level of poison to you. So it's making all the people sick. And the leader guy is like, well, no, the salt tuna is great. If I could, I would just add even more flavor to it. But it's revealed then that they're not actually using tuna. And there's these defectors who are like, no, this town sucks because the whole thing with them is they don't believe that human beings have any kind of free will well they believe they have free will but 
that's a part of their religion, but they don't believe that they can decide on things. So they see them as there's this guy who who um, they thought killed himself. You know, you know what it almost sounds like Max. What? To be honest with you, huh? Dishonored. Dishonored. Is it? Yeah. Does it sound similar to that? Yeah. Did you ever play Dishonored? No, I didn't. It seemed. Yeah, there's a whole thing. There's a whole thing where a food substitute was making people sick and passing around the plague, and then the rats got it, and the rats the rats infected everybody else, and it became a big thing. That little plot point is very uh, small, though. It's only specific to this world, as far as I'm aware. But the... I'm just saying that's what that reminded me of. That oh, okay. Making... Gotcha. That was my, uh, what the fuck it is when you make a connection to two things. Uh, I didn't pay attention to English class. I did, but I'm just forgetting it right now. <laughs> Huge English nerd here, but, uh, anywho. Uh, I'm, I'm mildly stupid. Yeah, we all are a bit. But, um, uh, the whole thing that they have is this guy killed himself, or they thought he did, and they would find his closest kin because to the company that was a resource thusly or they owned him so thusly that was um uh, uh, when you paint on something you shouldn't what's that what do you call that Uh, we literally just established i did not pay attention to this class no it's a crime it's a literal crime oh when you graffiti something yes what do you call that Graffitiing something. No. Public displays or pu- public uh, public defacing a property. Yes. So the company was like defacing public property. There we go. I got it. You have defaced our property because that was I'm an English major. That was ours. So because it killed because it's dead now, that person has to be fined and people have to pay for their own gravesite. You have to pay, or your closest kin, or in other words, someone who lives close to you, has to pay monthly for your gravesite for you to still stay there. And it's really kind of Orwellian because of how much control the corporate overlords have over them. It's very interesting. Um, I like it a lot. It's very, uh, it's similar to a story I had to read. Uh huh. I have, I have to get around to it. I fucking, I've been slacking. It's so good. It's fascinating to me. The, the idea of the, like there, um, there are little data pads where you learn stuff about the world. And while I was reading one of those, I was like, man, this backstory is almost exactly like Fallout, or it's very similar to it, because they said that the reason they had to leave Earth was because there was a great war. And the solution they had was devolving all government because they didn't like government. So they just gave it to corporate, to the corporate overlord. Hold up, hold up, hold up. up. Wait a minute. Uh Uh-huh. Wasn't that the whole fucking thing? That was like a whole quest line. In Fallout? Where there was this whole thing that was loyal to the company rather than the government. If that is, I don't recall it. I should, though. You looking it up or you're just not talking? (laughs) 
if my phone like uh, fucking goes black, I uh, it shuts off my thing. So you know. Okay, that sucks. Props to Samsung, but big ups. <laughs> big ups. Uh, but no, there's a there's a fucking what you hell a quest where you help a bunch of ghouls go to the far beyond or whatever. I think it's literally called the far beyond is the quest. Oh. But like in lore, there was rocket ships that like people used to try to escape Earth and like you obviously never heard from them again. So and that was in New Vegas, which is also in Obsidian game. So yeah, I remember that. No, it's I don't think it's related. Thanks. I'm just saying it's it's an interesting connection. It is. That is that is an interesting connection to make. They may have <laughs> thought of it, but that is interesting. I, I do remember that now. I do remember that the ghouls who tried to get out of the rocket ship, the rocket ship exploded in midair. And that was the whole thing. <laughs> I, I, I fucking I love New Vegas. New Vegas is great. But the outer I world actually... is very uh, similar to it and it's very high quality and I enjoy it quite a bit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And there's a whole space exploration segment or whole thing where you have to go to different areas and there's... So originally when it was first being advertised, I saw that they were like, oh, it's not really free roam and there's kind of just little set pieces that go in order. I didn't see that. It's Once you finish that first planet, you can kind of go anywhere anywhere that your spaceship is physically able to go to at that moment but it doesn't seem to be very set point or um you know what i mean doesn't seem to be like very scripted and um closed-minded it's very open and there's different ways to handle things and that first decision is the first big decision is probably one of the most difficult decisions i've ever made in a video game I'm not. Don't spoil it. No, I won't. I won't spoil it. But it's, it's very complicated, and I I was so confused as to what would happen if I chose either or that I had to look it up and see, like, because I was feeling one way, but then when I looked it up, I was like, okay, so they're trying to say this, and it's. I won't do that again. But the just that that first decision was so difficult. I'm assuming it'll get more and more difficult. So I'm interested to see where it goes. Hell yeah. So, moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about this, actually. I'm sitting here reading our notes. Uh-huh. And I'm kind of going through, like, everything we have going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, something that has been on... That we, we've talked about before, just you and I. Mm-hmm. Um, was the new consoles coming out? Yeah. So, just ignoring ignoring everything um, that's been said, because everything right now is still pretty much up in the air. Like, Sony announced the PS5, but there's not a whole lot going on with it that we know of. Yeah, there's so, ideas of what we may get, but um, it's all very much up in the air. Yeah, so, do, do you think you're going to stick with Xbox? Because me and you both have an Xbox and a PS4. Yeah. So do you, do you think you're going to get uh, the new, do you think you're going to get the Project Scarlet or the fucking PS5 first, you think? Almost certainly I'm going to get the Project Scarlet first because that's, my current Xbox is just a typical X-Bone. No, 
I wouldn't say it's first generation like my previous one was, but uh, it's definitely very old. And it... I, I still have. So they they released the Xbox One um, in what November? Yeah. Okay, I got mine in December mm. for Christmas. Yeah. It's still the same Xbox I use every single night. Yeah, uh, that's that's a. I had one from around that time, but that one started to brick and stopped working, so I had to get a new one. My baby is five years old, and the only thing I've had to do is I blew out the power brick one time being a moron, so I searched the power brick. Yeah, but I'm definitely going to get a new PlayStation eventually, because there's... I'm hoping, and deep inside of my heart... But I'm deep in, I'm hoping deep in my heart that uh, FromSoft makes some other uh, Bloodborne-style game that'll only be on PlayStation. And, oh, I'll be so happy to play it because Bloodborne is so good and the Lovecraftian themes are perfect. Dude, the thing with this, man, is, is I'm not getting a... Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to get a Project Scarlet first, I don't think. Oh, really? Why not? Uh, because the new Spider-Man game is going to be a launch title for the PS5. Oh, they're making a new. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. 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 I'm excited for that, though. That that should be good. I, I love the first. Did you play the first Spider-Man game to come out? I've been playing it, yeah. I love it. It's so good. It's fucking great, right? The you, graphics are you, amazing. Big shout out. Continue. The graphics are amazing. And as all the... <laughs> the reviews are so fun. Were so funny for that game. Some reviews only got like a few lines in before they said it makes you feel like Spider-Man. But um, it's very immersive. I, I think Spider-Man PS4 did what uh, the Arkham games did for Batman. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Spider-Man PS4 did for Spider-Man what the Arkham games did for uh, Batman, which is cool, and yeah. I like that. And, and big shout out to Yuri Lowenthal because he is one of the few people that can do a Spider-Man and Peter Parker together accurately in the same medium and do it accurately. Like so, we we talk about the fucking Spider-Man movies all the time, right? Yeah. Um, Cry McGuire. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's that's the instant meme I thought of as soon as you said that. Yeah. Uh, it was. It wasn't emo, Peter. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't Emo Peter? No, it was it was crying. It was crying guy. Emo Peter is the second one I think of. And then the third one is the uh, Spider-Man cartoon where all of them, all three of them are pointing at each other. Yes. And then after that is the one scene from Spider-Man PS4 where he's talking to... Um... What's her name? I'm embarrassed. Mary Jane Mary Jane where he's talking to Mary Jane and he's like please say no please say no please say no and all the memesters have edited it in different true that, that's fucking gold that's fucking Spider-Man yeah. yeah. gold bro yeah it is but continue with what you were saying about the Spider-Man films so yeah we, we talked a lot about Spider-Man films I'll be honest with you man I'm gonna tell you who my favorite Spider-Man is I'm gonna get a ton of shit for it no, but a- Andrew Garfield, I fucking think did a phenomenal job as Spider-Man and Peter. Yeah, I, I think. I-, I think my issue is is that 
Tobey Maguire looked way too old to be in high school. He looked like a 30-year-old guy trying to play an 18-year-old. And he was a 30-year-old guy yeah. trying to play an 18-year-old. And Tobey Maguire was my first introduction into film Spider-Man. It sucked. But I enjoyed the films for what they were. Oh, I, 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 you have to have fun attempt. with them. The Sam Raimi series, you have to have fun with. You can't watch it seriously. Yeah, that is true. But, so... Very true. You've seen the Spider-Man films, right, with the new Marvel series and all that? I haven't seen them, no. Okay, you at least know that uh, Tom Holland exists. Yeah, and he has the thickest, the thickest keister on the planet. Are you telling me you're checking out Tom Holland? No, I'm saying that there are memes of Tom Holland having the thickest two C's, maybe even four. But yeah, there's memes about it, and I look at them, and they're four funny. C thick. I don't know how to feel about that in my head. No, it's the meme. I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that you're applying that meme conversation unironically. And that is my concern. No, it's ironically. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, I don't like Tom Holland. I don't, I don't think about that about Tom Holland. <laughs> no. I, I, Tom Holland's me comes off like a fucking... Like, I, my issue is, man, he, he acts like he's in middle school and he's in a fucking Avenger. And that's not necessarily Tom Holland's fault is how he portrays the character. That's just... That's just fucking the writing. The script. Yeah. I feel like Tom Holland is a lot of people's favorite because of the way that it's it's seemingly done very well into integrated into the Avengers films. But I feel like even though I haven't seen it, Spider-Man into the into the Spider-Verse is probably the most accurate film for Spider-Man we've ever. I done. love that. It's on Netflix too, so if you get the chance to check it out. Okay, yeah, I will. But that's definitely the most loved Spider-Man film as of yet that I know of. So, so Max, we are two minutes out from our our time. Yes. Um. So, is there any closing thoughts you want to dispose before we call it a night here? Um. I just would like to tell you about something that happened to me today. No more, so. No more. <laughs> so so I woke up, uh, I got home, or I, I got home from, uh, from community college, and oh man, I don't know why, but my nose just bled like a, like a, like a, like a tap of water. Oh, it's bad. It was, oh yeah, it did. It was, it was no, it was no fun. I had to sit by the sink and, yeah, it, I didn't enjoy it, but I just wanted to share that with you and, uh, whoever is listening. It's not fun, and if you're experiencing the same thing, I feel you. And all you got to do is just hold your nose real tight, and make it hurt real bad, and then that bleeding will stop. Baby. Your nose How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I literally talk to you about like everything, so you know all of my weird shit that goes on. I know, but you don't want to listen to me. How dare you? <laughs> no, I know. I love you too, brother. It, we're all good. We're all good. So I have a closing thought. I really want to get off my chest. 
this comes from something happened to me recently, like within the last, I don't know, 72 hours. Um, oh. If for anybody listening, if there's anything you ever take away from these podcasts, um, it's that I'm here to voice my voice and throw it out because I really like hearing myself talk. And I like getting my friends <laughs> on it to hear myself talk. But, but at the end of the day, man, I have friends and people who are in my corner all the time that love me. And I've been through a lot of suffering in my life. I've, I've done some pretty terrible shit to myself and I've been through a lot of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So I, if even like five people in the entire world for the amount of time we run this podcast, on this podcast, like... Just understand, man, that like you're loved and that it's okay to struggle. And I, I, I want to real quick, if I may, I want to throw the suicide hotline number out in the end of this. Yes, I fully support that. I think there was another charity that we were going to talk about that was doing something about that. Uh, I've forgotten what it was, but um, so uh, yeah, the suicide hotline number is one eight hundred. 273-8255. Uh, it's 1-800-273-8255. If ever you need somebody to talk to, man, like... Call them. At, They'll help you out. Absolutely. Like, again, I, I love you, Max, and everybody else involved and everyone who supports what we're doing tonight and, like, people... Like, for the nine people that listen to this podcast... First of all, you're all amazing, and I know like almost all nine of you, so that's awesome. But I'll tell my Discord group to to listen to it and see what they see what they think about. Hell it. Hell yeah! Uh, but yeah. So just understand that people care about the fact you're alive, and like suicide is no joke. Mental yeah. illness is no joke. Eating disorders are no joke. None of that shit is a joke, and I think it's all very serious, and it it deserves their the. Uh, massive amount of respect that uh that people that people give it so i agree it's rough i understand your anyone's struggles so so with that max i think we're gonna call it a night uh thank you again max for coming on with me tonight and just kind of bullshit about whatever man so yeah as always uh ladies and gentlemen uh wait max is there anything you want to add uh no, not that I can think of as of right now, but uh, I know you have a good closer, so All right. close us out. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, if you're going to tap it, wrap it, if you're going to spank it, crank it, stay beautiful, and we'll see you on the next episode of Midnightly. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.